Arizona basketball is off in Israel right now, and they've been on uh, some streaming that we've been watching, keeping an eye on them. Let's talk about what you need to know on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by FanDuel. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. First and foremost, though, we need to talk a little bit about we need to talk a little bit about uh, where exactly Arizona is in the grand scheme of things in Israel. All right, as many of you know, there uh, as many of you know, there is a. Um, uh, Arizona is overseas right now uh, playing basketball, and I think this is a great, great idea right now for Arizona for a variety of reasons. But first, Arizona needed to get a little bit tougher. I don't think that there's, uh, I don't think that there's any real doubt about that. And not only did Arizona need to get tougher, Arizona needed to get. I think build a little bit of a camaraderie with each other because keep in mind, there's so many new faces on this team and so many different parts. And that's something that I think Arizona fans need to certainly keep in mind. Um, but as far as, you know, the, uh, the trip goes, we'll just kind of go position by position and kind of what we've seen, what we expect. And that first, first and foremost is, hold on a second. First and foremost is the uh, Kylan Boswell at the point. Now, I think people have gotten a little ahead of themselves when it comes to Boswell and the uh, uh, when it comes to Boswell and um, uh, as NBA prospects. I think he'll play in the NBA, but I definitely think he's. I mean, I think he's somewhat limited in how far he can really take this thing. Mainly because he's not a great athlete. He doesn't have a great basketball build, but he's a good player. And you know, I don't think that there's. Uh, I don't think that I'm telling anybody out there anything that they don't already know. But there are some, you know, there, you look around the league right now and you look at the players and what they look like. And the, a lot of these guys look, uh, a lot of these guys look totally different than, uh, um, a lot of these guys look totally different than Kylan Boswell. You look at De'Aaron Fox, De'Andre Lillard, or uh, De'Andre Lillard, <laughs> Damian Lillard, um, you know, you get my gist. So, Either way, though, he's been solid for Arizona. And again, I don't need him to be an All-American, but I need him to be an All-Conference type player. And I think there's every reason to believe that he could be an All-Conference type guy right there. Um, so that's that's kind of where that is right there. Now, when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, Jaden Bradley, Jaden Bradley in practice has been fantastic. I think he's been everything that Arizona wanted. And honestly, I think he's going to be a massive upgrade from Kirk Creesa. Both these guys are. Bradley's tough. Bradley's physical. Um, again, I don't know that he's a great pro prospect, but as long as he's in college, he's going to be a problem. Average six and three last year, obviously at uh, Alabama. And I think you could make the case that Alabama was the most talented team in the country last year. And if they weren't, they were darn near, darn near close to it. So there's that. Then um, Caleb Love. Caleb Love has been what Arizona wanted. Uh, Jed Fish talked about coming in here and he wanted, or not Jed Fish, I'm sorry, we've been talking football so much. Tommy Lloyd talked about how he needed him to be more, you know, just a, 
just be smooth. Just be smoother with our, you know, be smoother within the offense. You got a better offense now than the one that Hubert Davis ran, where it was essentially just high pick and roll or clear out and let other players uh, and, you know, let other guys do their thing. It's a little bit different now. And I think that uh, Arizona fans should, uh, and Caleb Love fans should, should understand that. And I think they do understand that. Um, but he's been good. He's been, uh, they've been talking about using his left hand more. And I think you're going to notice that. And not only do I think you're going to notice that, I think it's going to pay huge dividends almost immediately. Um, but he's been very efficient so far. And again, he's, a, he's a player that he just needs to get downhill. And when he gets downhill, he's good to go. Um, but I can't have, you can't have him dribbling around for 45 seconds because then it just makes it easier for the uh, the defense to be able to game plan for you. Again, you are all smart. I am not telling you anything that you don't already know. Um, so I believe those are going to be your three perimeter starters. And if there's not, and if uh, one of those players is not, it's because Pella Larson's starting now again, Pella Larson is a good basketball player. We've seen that time and time again. He's a good defender. He's a good finisher around the rim. Um, Pella is just very limited in certain realms that will always prevent him, in my opinion, from playing in the NBA. Um, he can't dribble the ball, which is obviously an, an odd uh, an odd problem to have because when your father plays uh, professional basketball, generally they kind of school you to the, the things that you need to know, and Pella really never got that one. Um, and the set shot three that takes 20 seconds to get off, that will always be an issue as well. You're not going to see him running off screens to be able to shoot threes. He's just, that's just not what he's going to be able to do, nor will he ever be able to do that in my opinion, but he is still a very good player. He's an all conference type performer. Um, and you can win games with Pella Larson in your rotation for sure. Um, just need to eliminate some of the brain dead mistakes. And uh, obviously there are some limitations, but he overall though, I think he can be an 11.4 rebound, three assist type guy, you know, something in that realm right there. Um, but then we got to talk about KJ Lewis. KJ Lewis has been, uh, KJ Lewis has been a, uh, I will say a revelation of sorts. Uh, you see part in the pun right there. Um, and, uh, I think that uh, that should not be surprising. It certainly isn't surprising to me. I thought that KJ Lewis was going to come in and uh, um, be able to uh, play at least some role almost immediately. And I think he's going to do that. He is a, uh, um, he is a, he, he do, he's, he, he's an athlete. He's a freak. And his skills are definitely better than people I think were expecting from him. Again, he can play. It's just going to be a little bit of a, you know, it's just going to be a little bit of a transition period, I think, for him. But this is a player that's going to be a starter at the U of A. And he's going to be, I think he's going to be a multi-year starter. Again, about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, well put together, very, very explosive leaper. And not only is he an explosive leaper, he can uh, finish around the hoop. He can do just a lot of different things. Um, we've talked about it before, but I think Jalen Clark is kind of your uh, – Kind of your career uh, mantra, if you're uh, if you're uh, um, 
if you're uh, KJ Lewis, play a little bit as a freshman, then really hop into the rotation as a sophomore. And then by the time you're a junior, you're flirting with all conference status. And under Tommy Lloyd's uh, leadership, I don't believe that there is any reason that he can't do exactly that. As a matter of fact, I expect him to do just that. Um, because again, he has a lot of ability to him and there is a lot to really like what he can do. Um, all right. Now, speaking of which FanDuel, here's the deal with FanDuel, FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Check it out. Um, right now we've been telling you from day one, take the over of five on Arizona, uh, on Arizona football, um, it was started out at four and a half. That was easy money. I think people are starting to come around to it a little bit. But again, get in there, take the over of five. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Great stuff there, as you all know. Again, check it out um, and get yourself a little bit of money and back the A in the meantime. All right. We're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back. We're going to continue breaking down some of these players. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, now, now let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the front court. Well, actually, no, let's talk Philly B first. All right. Uh, Philly B during the, uh, uh, during the FIBA games was, I thought was uh, a, a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an eye opener. Um, he was aggressive. He was uh, looking to get his own shots. We like that. Uh, Philly B is another dude that's just a little limited. Um, I don't necessarily see him playing this year, but he's also not a lost cause. And at worst case, he's a good practice player. That's kind of what I see Philly B's role this year. Um, when it comes to uh, Paulius Morauskas, um, I don't know what to expect, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that people probably got a little bit ahead of themselves. But I do think that he will have a role. I don't know if it's this year or next year. I think he's got to be patient with everything. But if he's patient with everything, I think there's every reason to believe that he can be a contributor because he's got some pretty good natural skills. And he's naturally more gifted than Philly B. As much as we like Philly B on this show, he's a little bit more gifted than Philly B. So you got to keep that in mind. Okay, now to the front court. Here's where it gets fascinating by front court. We got last year we had the four peaks, four peaks, big men. Now, next uh, next up, let's talk about who those guys are. Um, this new this new unit first is Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, I think, is exactly what Arizona needed to a T. Arizona needed to get tougher. Arizona needed to get better players on the inside, guys that really want it. Again, Azulis Tabellas was a very good basketball player, but Azulis, I mean, again, Azulis was soft. Uh, Azulis didn't want the ball in big moments. He didn't. Uh, and that generally played itself out. Uh, Keyshaw Johnson is a totally different player. He's not going to be like Zoo and drop 40 in a game or anything like that, but he's probably going to get you 11, 9, and 2 and uh, and play ferocious defense at the same time. And that's what Arizona needed. Arizona needed some junkyard dogs, to be honest with you. And Keyshaw Johnson, I believe, is exactly what Arizona needed. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do going forward. Because, again, Arizona needed some dudes like that in there. Um, and he's been a uh, – the coaching staff loves him. We had Jack Murphy on the show. And not only does Murph love him, Murph said that he expects – he thinks that he's going to play in the NBA. And he's going to be a uh, – and he's going to be a um, 
uh, he's going to be a, a, a real, um, how do I put this? How do I, um, he's going to be a real uh, difference maker for this squad. Now, next to him then is Umar Ballo, leader of men, Umar Ballo. Um, Umar Ballo is, uh, he's definitely a little overweight right now. I mean, he came back into, uh, came back here, which was a little disappointing, definitely packed on a few pounds. And for a player like that, that you always got to worry about the body type. I think that was probably a little disappointing, but he'll be back in shape by the time the season starts. Umar, I don't believe is an NBA player, nor do I believe he'll ever be an NBA player. But I also think that Umar is a very good college player who, when he plays with balance, he can be a very good player. It just takes him. Um, he's just he's. There's nothing quick twitch about Umar. I, you know, again, I don't think I'm really breaking any news. There's just nothing quick twitch about Umar Ballo, um, which is always going to limit him to a certain extent. But you know, last year he was 14 and eight. I don't know why he can't be 14 and eight again. Um, you obviously got a little bit more talent behind him now, which we're going to be talking about in a minute. But Umar Ballo, I think there's every reason to believe that he can be all conference again. And heck, maybe he comes back another year. I mean, because he's got two more years, keep in mind, because of the COVID year. So there's that. Um, but he and Keyshaw Johnson should be one of the better starting front courts in the country. Not going to be the best, not saying any of that, but it's probably going to be somewhere around top 10. Uh, starting units, as a matter of fact, it might probably be a little bit better than 10, something like that. All right, then we got to talk about Montias Crevis. All right, Crevis is awesome. Uh, Crevis, I believe, will be the starting center at the U of A next year. First of all, he's huge. He's legitimately like 7'2", 280. And while he's not fast, he's also not a sloth either. And the way that he moves is uh, pretty well. He's actually had some practices where he's hit some fadeaway, uh, fadeaway 17 footers, which you don't expect to see with uh, his back to the basket. He's very good. Um, and not only is he very good, he's going to, uh, he's going to be able to make some plays. Um, and uh, I think, uh, I think that there's uh, a lot to like about what he's going to do. As a matter of fact, I think he's got a higher upside than Umar Ballo. Um, and uh, not only do I think he's got a higher upside than Umar Ballo, I think that he is. Uh, I think that he is um, probably going to start really cutting into some of those minutes, and I think he's going to start cutting into those some of those minutes very, very quickly. Um, and uh, because again, he's good. You can tell that he's ready for this moment. Nothing is going to uh, nothing is going to uh, take him by surprise. That's for sure. Because again, he's been playing, and again, he's good. He's better than Henry, um, who we'll get to in a second. And that's not a slight towards Henry. It's just more of a compliment towards uh, Crevis. Now, speaking of Henry, um, it's going to be a big year for Henry. We're going to find out a lot about Henry this year because keep in mind. Um, he came in here. A lot of people thought that he was going to, uh, um, a lot of people were, uh, a lot of people were telling me, uh, that, um, you know, he, uh, he was going to, uh, come in here and be a one, uh, you know, one and done two and done type guy. You could just tell the American game was just too fast for him. I mean, you know, again, I'm, uh, um, uh, I think that, uh, I think that, um, he just he did one really ready for it, and again, 
he's going to be a long time project. I think um, there's going to be certainly some things to uh, to keep in mind when it comes to him. But overall, I think he's a I think he can be good. I just don't know if he's long picture going to be here. Um, but there are some things to like. Mainly, he can really uh, he can block shots. He can run pretty well. Um, but you also wonder just how much is he really into basketball? Again, I'm just speculating. I don't have any insight on that. But this year is going to be huge for Big Henry. Um, and then our guy, Dylan Anderson. I think I think a lot of people are going to uh, I think a lot of people are going to see um, um, that uh, Dylan Anderson is better than uh, better than most people think. Dylan Anderson's got some skills. You've seen the three point videos. You've seen him uh, with the ability to uh, you know make. I don't want to say make plays off the bounce because Dylan's never going to make plays off the bounce, but. Um, you've seen he's he's uh, he's strong. He's uh, I, I think that he can contribute this year. And personally, I think he's better than Henry. Um, we will find out there. We'll find that one out, though, here fairly quickly. But Dylan, I think, has made some real leaps. And not only um, not only has he made some real leaps, he's also made uh, he's also made um, the uh, he's also made the requisite uh, moves to try to put himself into position to succeed, and you got to give him a ton of credit, a ton of kudos for exactly that. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about what this overall trip, what you want to get out of this, and from the preseason. But let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Um, all right, now let's talk a little bit about this because this team needs to get uh, this team needs to get um, a little bit better. Uh, they just need to get a little bit tougher. And I'm glad about this out of conference schedule they have. I think it's perfect for them. First, you got Israel, obviously, which is great. Then you've got. Uh, then you got this out of conference schedule, that's, which is a bear, to be honest with you. And we like that. One of my biggest uh, pet peeves with uh, Sean Miller is that he didn't like scheduling hard. Now, again, he would generally say that, well, you know, it was uh, nobody else wanted to schedule hard. Um, uh, nobody else wanted to schedule hard. And not, uh, not only everybody uh, wanted to schedule hard, but at the same time, um, the, uh, uh, you know, it just is what it is. Tommy Lloyd came in here and said, you know, eh, we're not going to have a hard time scheduling hard. I guess what he did. He did exactly that. All right. First thing is you got Duke. You're going into Cameron Indoor Stadium. And not only are you going into Cameron Indoor Stadium, you are going into Cameron Indoor Stadium for a team that's probably going to be ranked preseason number one. Um, and I think Arizona can win this game. I really do. I think there's uh, every indication that Arizona – um, will surprise some people this year. I think this is going to be Tommy Lloyd's best team. It's going to be a physical team. And I think Arizona can 100% win this game. Caleb Love going back into Cameron is all kinds of fun. Is it not? Is it not? Is it not? Okay. So there's that. Then you got Purdue. You got Zach Eady up front. Now, I think Purdue is massively overrated, as I think the Big Ten is massively overrated. And um, when it comes to athletics, but – uh, Purdue obviously is going to be very good during the regular season as you return the best player probably in college basketball, but the other four guys that look like me are not going to cut it. I think Arizona wins that game. Then you got Michigan state. I think Michigan state's going to be the best team in the big 10 this year. They are solid. They're, they're going to be very solid. This is probably Izzo's best team in a little while. 
And not only is it his best team, I think it's a team that he feels very comfortable can go deep. Um, so there's that. Then there's Wisconsin. Then there's Alabama. Just a multitude of different uh, opportunities right there for different schools to be able to, or for Arizona to be able to get tougher going into conference. But again, that's what I like about Tommy Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd's schedule's tough. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And will that continue in the Big 12? Because keep in mind, the Big 12 is a little bit different than the Pac-12 and that you actually have really, really good basketball teams right there. Uh, across the board. But I think with uh, Tommy Lloyd, I think he wants to play good teams. And I think that that's uh, something to, uh, I think that's something to definitely applaud him for, but we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. Um, and we'll have some more evals because again, there's going to be more games. Keep in mind, you can stream these games as well, but as always, Thank you a ton for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. As always, this are, this show is brought to you by FanDuel. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Again, we're going to be talking more about Tommy Lloyd's uh, scheduling and what to expect from this Arizona basketball team. Hint, I think you can expect a lot of good stuff from this squad. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Thursday.